version of Walk Off Single. <laughs> uh, this is the first time, man. This has been a long time in the making for me. This has been like years. If you ask my buddies who are putting me up to this, this has been like a freaking like, this has been like 18 month endeavor, bro. And I just want to introduce my guest, the man, the myth, the legend. My f- former Oregonian reporter, Billy Gates. Yeah. Billy, thank you for coming on Walk thanks, On Single, my man. Thanks for having me, dude. That name is awesome. <laughs> that name is really cool. Thank you. I, didn't, I can't take credit for it. My buddy, uh, Chad, Judy, he came up with the name. And then my boy Royce came up with the, uh, he came up with the lo- logo. I'm actually on Instagram. You can follow me on, uh, on Walk On at Walk Off Single Podcast because if you want to. Because every podcast needs an Instagram account. <laughs> exactly. For an audio medium. That makes You got to have some visuals, bro. You got to have it. makes a ton of sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, so, like, he came up, my last, for, for those of you that don't know, um, for the 12 people that are going to listen to this, my, <laughs> my, my nickname, going back to when I was, like, 10 years old, is Single. Because my last name is Singledecker. That's my first and last name, by the way, Matt Singledecker, uh, for those, if I didn't say that initially. Um, and so, like, I've been going by Single forever. Most people, some people don't even know my first name. If that's just crazy. If you go to Sherwood, that's where I'm from, people probably, they'd be like, who? Single? Oh, yeah, Singledecker. Oh, okay, I know who that is. <laughs> oh, no, we, we had a, it's kind of a, a little little tangent here. Um, same kind of deal with one of my buddies from high school. Uh, his name is Kyle, but uh, when we were freshmen in high school, we all made the varsity baseball team. Huh? And we were on the uh, varsity bus traveling to a game, and one of the seniors yelled at Kyle to grab something from his seat, you know, you know, three seats away from him or whatever. And Kyle peeks his head up over the seat with just his eyes and his nose <laughs> and his little hands above the seat. And that senior, uh, Travis Bellamy, said, hey, you look like a mouse. <laughs> so his nickname through all high school was Mouse. His parents started calling him Mouse. His own parents, like we didn't call him Kyle for like four, for like three and a half years. Like we called him Mouse. We introduced him to everybody as Mouse. I believe I introduced him to my wife as Mouse, and then and then later I was like, oh, his name's actually Kyle. We should probably call him Kyle. Um, But nobody, nobody knew. His first name for a long time. Everyone <laughs> thought he was Mouse. So yeah, like, wait, could totally like, relate to that. Like, wait, what's your first name? Yeah, that's yeah. like my boy. My boy who's in this league. His name. His name is. His last name is Royce, and like, nobody in our league calls him that, except for his wife. His wife is in our league. Dude, she's a savant actually in fantasy football. Like, she's actually been in the playoffs like every year she's joined. That's she's crazy. Come, comes to the draft with like spreadsheets and. All this shit, like she's just like she's into it, man. I knocked her out of the playoffs last year though on the semis. Like well, she had Todd Gurley and I somehow withstood that that <gasps> that, that storm against like, Seattle that where he had like forty one fantasy points yeah. and like two hundred twenty yards yeah. or some shit like that. that. that like, is, you can you can withstand that kind of that kind of fantasy blow up. Like that's something. Dude, uh, she's she calls him Michael. But like we all call him Royce. Like it's just I I'm like you tell, every time you hear somebody call him by his first name, I'm like I'm like, who? Right? <laughs> anyways, anyways. So, the re- so, Billy, thanks for coming on, like I said. You were a high school sports reporter. <coughs> for how many, how many years were you on a high school sports reporter? <coughs> like, I'm over here dying. <laughs> um, for the Oregonian. I, for the Oregonian, it was uh, just about four years. Um, and then uh, previously to that, I worked in Madras uh, for a weekly paper uh, that the Pamphlet Media Group owns. Um, worked there for a year and a half. And then... Uh, before that, my first job out of college was, <coughs> excuse me, I'm just over here choking on oh, water. Oh, you're good, man. <laughs> um, my first job out of college was actually kind of back where I'm from in Hermiston. I worked for the Hermiston Herald um, for about four years there. So 
all told, it's been about 10 years covering high school sports um, in that traditional se- <coughs> in that traditional sense. Um, and now I'm kind of shifting over to doing some podcasting stuff uh, that you'll you'll hear about it at a, at a later date. Obviously, you were my first guest on my pod. That'll be hopefully that'll be for for uh, for everybody's ears coming up soon. For sure. Does that does it have a name yet? It's called the Oregon it's... High School Sports Podcast. I really went out of the box with it. <laughs> um, you know, a couple focus groups tested well with my target demo. Um, but no, no, I just I I was just. Uh, wasn't really feeling that creative at the time. Just figured I'd just be obvious. So for sure. Well, yeah. we met. We met. Gosh, probably 2013. Yeah. Uh, I'm for for the general public. I guess I work for the Beaverton Valley Times. I'm a high school sports supporter. Been there. I'm going into my sixth football season, which is freaking. That's wild. That's crazy, man. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> Thanks, man. Working working anywhere six years is pretty impressive. Let alone <laughs> a newspaper. I know, right? Yeah, that's I, crazy. It's well, it's crazy. Pamphlet's still on its freaking on its two feet, which is which is good, yeah. I guess. You know, in this in this climate. Yeah. Um. So uh, I cover all the high schools in the Metro League, uh, which is the Beaverton area, all the Beaverton based schools. So Aloha Beaverton, Sunset Southridge, Westview. Jesuit, the Juggernaut, and mm-hmm. then Black Catholic, a little Black Catholic mixed in there from time to time. Um, so that's how we met. We met like five years ago, just yeah. covering high football on the sidelines, man. Yeah. So how do you, you've been, you still are in the know with the high school football scene. I mean, how do you see kind of like, you know, these top teams shaking out this year? Well, I mean, obviously Clackamas, state, uh, returning state champs, I mean, they're going to be, <laughs> yeah, they're they're the best till somebody beats them. Um Coach Joe Bushman over there, he always puts out a good team, no matter who he has. Um, there's a ton of talent over on the east side there in Clackamas. You know, they're still on one high school. There's been a rumor floating around that they're going to put another high school out in Clackamas. Um, maybe that splits up all the talent. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, as far as this year goes, I mean, you got to look at Clackamas. They opened the season in Hawaii. Okay. Like, they play Iolani Hawaii for their first game. So they're, they're, they're in the sun, thankfully. Um, that hurricane is in Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm glad that that's gone through. Um, so, so they're down there, and I mean, they're they're always always good. I mean, Central Catholic, I think, is going to have a great team too. Coach Steve Pine does a great job getting his guys ready. Um, they've got a quarterback, Cade Knighton, who started as a freshman some of the games for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and and he he's a great athlete. I mean, he's gotten better and better throwing the ball, um, making better decisions. You know, just kind of doing doing the things that a high school quarterback's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jesuit in the Metro League is going to be great. Uh, Will Spitznagel uh, running the show, just a tremendous, tremendous athlete. Three sport athlete. Oh, oh, he and and you know, I you know, for the record, I I helped coach baseball at Lincoln High School, and we've played Jesuit on more than one occasion. And Spitznagel's killed us every time we play. <laughs> um, I would not be surprised if he played college baseball somewhere. Just a great athlete. Um, is he D one like baseball? I, he's a D one baseball player. Yeah. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a shortstop. Yeah. Kind of, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he plays shortstop. He pitches a little bit. Um, hits wow. the ball, all fields with power. Um, really good discipline to play. Very good defensively. Uh-huh. Um, he's absolutely Division one baseball player. Um, but I mean, with with Jesuit, their strength always relies on the run game. Uh, with Coach Ken Potter, I mean he. They're gonna they're gonna run the ball forty times a game, maybe with the same guy, <laughs> depending <laughs> depending on depending on who they have available. Um, 
You know, you look at Sheldon down in Eugene, uh, Michael Johnson Jr., Penn State commit at quarterback. I watched him play uh, the season opening game against Sunset last year, and he just carved Sunset up one side and down the other. And Sunset ended up being a really a, a pretty good team mm-hmm. by the end of the season, but he just uh, he's just so quick on his feet. He's like a I mean, I hate to make the comparison, but I mean he he's kind of like a little Michael Vick running around. He does everything well. He throws the ball on the run. Uh, he throws the ball from the pocket pretty well. He he makes things happen with his legs, on designed runs, on scramble runs. Like he is a complete, uh, you know, he's he's really the modern day quarterback. I mean, you look at a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's going to be playing in the NFL with the Ravens this year. What he did at Louisville, winning the Heisman Trophy his junior year, with the same kind of improvisation skills, the same kind of ball skills, where where you can, he's got a strong enough arm he can throw that opposite hash out route. Um, with some zip and get the ball out there, and he can kind of you know finesse balls over the middle and get him down the get him down the field uh, with a really good vertical arm. And it, he he was just I mean you couldn't believe he was a junior last year. Uh, his father is a wide receivers coach for Oregon. Oh, yeah. um, he didn't leave with uh, Willie Taggart to Florida State, so and he's he's going to lead Sheldon, and Sheldon's got a bunch of just dudes on the offensive line like Jesuit. You know, there's Going through their roster, you can pick a pick a few three hundred pounders out of Sheldon's uh, offensive line. They're large people. Um, they're <laughs> man movers. Yo, they're they're um, as a as the um, former Hermiston football coach Mark Hodges used to tell me, they move a lot of furniture. <laughs> that's how that that's how he described a good blocking technique is by moving furniture. <laughs> my um, two buddies are my buddy Chad and Royster in this league, and they we they played at Sherwood. Yeah. We all went to Sherwood together, mm-hmm. and they run the wing tee out there. Yeah, and like they were like the center guard combination. Nice. They say they're the best office lines ever played at Sherwood High School, which is saying something now, man. They they put out a lot of big kids now. Oh yeah. Chad yeah. was like a hundred and sixty pound center. Dude, <laughs> I, I love going out to Sherwood and covering games. So I think there's yeah, yeah. they they got out there Aaron Contreras Stadium. I think that's a great place to watch football. Really good atmosphere. Um, I remember I went out there. I think it was a couple years ago. They had the uh, they had the smoke going in the tunnel underneath the uh, underneath the stadium. There they got everybody packed there in the middle. There's freaking American flag waving or whatever. And <laughs> like like I'm just sitting there just covering the game, but I'm getting pumped up. I'm just like yeah, like give me some pads, baby. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, and and then you know they went out and just beat the beat the crap out of I forget who they were playing. Um, but but I love going to Sherwood. I have haven't had a bad conversation with coach Lawrence. Um he's always been he was always so welcoming when I'd show up just kind of out of the blue. Oh yeah. Like we try to get a hold of people and tell them that like hey we're going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um but we can never get a hold of law. <laughs> and so we, too busy over his paper and his yeah. donuts in the weight room. Seriously. Huh? <laughs> and so and so I just kind of show up and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, Billy, yeah, come on out here, man. Yeah, you do whatever you want to do." And so I talked with guys like David Morris and and um <clears throat> Gosh, who else I talked to? The only one I remember is David. Sorry, other guy I talked to. Um, Oregon State. He's coming. Yeah, 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 Oregon now, State, right? yeah. Playing a little bit. Um, Sherwood's sure, cool, man. It's a great yeah, football yeah. community. No, yeah, no, I, I, love, I love going out there. Um, and I'd been there before when Hermiston had played some playoff games there when I worked in Hermiston. Um, and that was kind of where I like first was like, I was like, yeah, like this is – I mean, Hermiston's a cool place for high school football. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it was great, and like it still is. But, man, like the atmosphere that, that it created in Sherwood – um, 
was was awesome. And it's like that was like the first time I was like, I was like, yeah, like this is what high school football is supposed to be. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. What's the, cool. What do you think about the wing tee? You they they, they ran that offense. They've been running that offense since like the sixties. Yeah. Okay. They still run it to this day. I, I I love it. I was a running back and, and tight end in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so any any run based offense is is fun for me because mm-hmm. that means I get the ball a lot. <laughs> um, it, I played eight man football. Um, was, we were in one A high school in in Oregon. And so we play A-man football, and we would we kind of adapted some wing tee principles into our offense. Um, but basically, what we ran, we ran a, a modified version of the split tee veer. Um, but again, that's a uh, you know run based offense. So I got the ball twenty twenty five times a game, which was which made me happy. Yeah, for but, sure. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I think the wing tee, it's a great high school offense uh, to run. Especially when you have undersized linemen, um, <laughs> I think I think because you use all that movement and all that deception, um, that that gives at least the linemen it gives them an advantage because they can get to their spot before the defensive players know where they're going to be. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, you, so you have all these all these guards and tackles pulling one way and and you know kick out blocking the other way and like. As a front seven, you can easily get kind of mesmerized by all of that movement. Um, and so, like, I just think that is, like, a great equalizer. Because w- with Sherwood, not only did they run that offense, but they had talented guys around it to, to, to run it. I mean, there's there's one thing where you can just get a bunch of, you know, 160-pound string bean kids to, <laughs> to run that offense to try to equalize some of, like, the, the, the gaps in size and that sort of deal. But uh-huh. but the guys at Sherwood, like, they were, like, really, really talented dudes. Mm-hmm. And so, like that combination, I mean that that's kind of what what's what's uh, led to their you know prolonged success with with an offense that you know some people say like if you're smart enough you're going to know where the ball's going every time you just have to read the read the guards where are they going and just follow the play that way but things are easier said than done and when you run it to the level that Sherwood does because they start running it when they're like in what the third grade yeah exactly um, so I mean when, when you when you're uh, when you have a installation that begins in the third grade oh yeah you can do a lot of different things once you get to high school and that's the whole point of of having that sort of uh, continuity with the offense it's, and and having having the high school principles rooted in the youth system i think is so important i mean we're trying to do that with our with our lincoln baseball youth program mm-hmm. um we're going to start a fall ball program with the with the third through eighth grade kids that goes six weeks september to the middle of october um where we take our principles from the varsity program and we implement them with the sm- with, with the young kids so they can learn that stuff early. Oh, nice. They can rep it early. They can practice it early. And so by the time they get to our freshman program and our, var- our JV and our varsity program, they're already going to know what we're about. And mm-hmm. then at that point, we can fine-tune you know, what needs work, and then we can move on to more advanced things. And then that should equate to, you know, more sustained success. Sure. Um, and that's what Sherwood football has been doing since well, you know, they the didn't beginning have, of time. Well, you, think, you, you think that? They actually didn't start doing the U system until, like, after we graduated. Did they? Yeah, because, like, I didn't, I didn't play football. I played basketball. Mm-hmm. And um, these guys, like, we were, I played middle school football with these guys. That was, like, my one, like, seventh grade was, like, mm-hmm. my time. And we didn't run any of the wing T stuff back in the day. So, like, they Law and his – you know, his assistants who were different than when we had them uh, back in the day, um, they must have just implemented that, like, 
maybe 2005, 2006 mm-hmm. with the youth system, and then it's worked like clockwork yeah. ever since, man. It's yeah. a smart way of doing stuff, man. The basketball coach out there is doing the same thing with, like, the offense and everything, defensive principles, like trying to coach them early and um, – and then, you know, just get them started early. So by the time I get to high school, it's just second mm-hmm. nature. I went to college with their basketball coach, Raheem Tufts. Yeah. Yeah, he was a senior Pacific when I was a freshman. Oh, okay. And when I was doing my internship uh, work study in the sports information department, um, I would go to the basketball games and I would run the uh, stat crew or I would run the scoreboard or, or I'd write the post-game release for, uh, you know, to send out to all the media outlets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Raheem and I, we crossed paths a bunch, had some mutual friends. And so we knew each other when we were in high school, or not high school, college. Yeah. Um, became pretty good buddies. Um, and then when he was coaching out at Scapoose, when they won the uh, 4A state championship out there, um, I covered them quite a bit, and we got to reconnect. And Raheem's a great guy, so it's really cool that he's that he's in a program like Sherwood where he's, you know, he's, he's got the kids that he's going to, that he's going to be successful because he's a great coach. For sure. He's like, yeah. a, I, I haven't met him yet, but like he's, he's trying to build up the alumni base, which is cool. Like he's, he yeah. somehow got like my number and like he, he said, he was texting <laughs> us like during like the last couple summers trying to get us involved in, in like the alumni games yeah. and stuff like that. Answering. Which I know, right? <laughs> well, I, dude, I was like, I was gone this year. They're, they had an alumni game yeah. where like they had like the current kids that were playing. Nice. Uh, against like the alumni, against, you know, the old heads like myself mm-hmm. and then like the guys that just graduated recently. And I would have been. Fun. It's. I want to get more involved like, yeah. in the program stuff. It'd be yeah. fun. Though. Well, he's he's a good guy. Um, definitely. Um, get to know him as an alum. I mean, he'll he'll be he'll be one of your greatest assets if you want to you know learn more about the program or whatever. Yeah, he'll, for sure. And I'm sure he'll be more than happy to talk with you or whatever. Dude, I, mean, I want to coach. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he knows Dan Brood already. So <laughs> I mean, you guys are already in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, I'm looking. So I pulled up the six A. Going back to like the high school football, I pulled up the six A coaches poll. Mm-hmm. Central Catholic is number one. Yeah. And then Clack is two. Jesuit yeah. three. You think Central Catholic is going to be... Because Clackamas has got a lot of guys coming back. They've got dudes, man. Um, I and mean, the Jordan kid at Q, right? Yeah. Um, they're, all those teams are going to be good. I mean, it, it's interesting, the, uh, the, the 6A coaches poll. Um, you see a lot of different teams with first place votes. I mean, that's just kind of the, the nature of preseason stuff. Coaches just trying to just figure out, like, oh, who do they have coming back? Who does this team have coming back? That sort of deal. Um, I think there's, like, five teams with first-place votes on there. Yeah, there is. Um, Westland, Sheldon as well. Yeah. Jesuit got four first-place votes. Yeah, yeah, and, I mean, it's great to see this kind of participation from here. Um, Jerry Ulmer, who I used to work with at the Oregonian, he does this new thing called OSAA Today. I think it's awesome what he's doing. Uh, it's It acts as kind of a... Uh, wire system for the OSAA to get kind of their their messages out mm. um I, I think it's great but Central Catholic has got a ton of guys coming back I've I, I see Clackamas got more first place votes than Central Catholic did but yeah and Jesuit did as well so like the you know the the one two and three uh you know positions in the poll are are separated by five points um it just goes to show you that there's there still is a bit of parody going on. I mean, obviously they've got those powerhouses that are going to be there, but I mean, Lake Oswego getting a first place vote and they come in seventh. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just some coaches like the throwing stuff on the wall and see what sticks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, central Catholic, like Cade Knighton, who's been starting as a freshman, he's going to be back playing quarterback, Elijah Elliott, Miles Jackson, Silas Starr, Calvin Souders, like all those guys. Um, plus they've got more. Like 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 they just they just seem to just keep producing, producing really athletic guys, and so it's gonna make the Central Catholic Jesuit game 
um, what it, what it should be, and which is pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> Holy War. Yeah, like that's going to be good. Um, I mean, yeah, Central Catholic one, Clackamas two, Jesuit three, Sheldon four. Sheldon's going to be great. Um, they got their first game against Graham Kapowski from Washington on ESPN coming up. Part of the uh, high school showcase they have there. That's pretty cool. Uh, Westland at five. You know, they're going to have a good team uh, coached by former Oregon Duck and Atlanta Falcon, Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiger six. Lake O seventh with the first place vote. West Salem eight. And then there's just a humongous drop off um, <laughs> when it comes to just point value in this poll. Uh, Sherwood at nine with 18 points to West Salem 62 at, I mean, not that might mean something now. Just kind of means that that coaches just really aren't sure about who to put. You mm-hmm. know, nine ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherwood, your your boys coming in in, in the nine spot, <laughs> and then South Medford rounds out at ten. Um, there's, there, there's just there's just a lot of this is just a lot of you know, like I mean nobody's played anybody yet. So it's yeah, just like, so. like 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 who who's got who coming back? This and that. Um, who's been a traditional power all the time. Um, I think I've always been the kind of guy to be like, in the preseason polls, if the prior state title team didn't like just completely get cleaned out by graduation, then I would put them at number one just because they deserve that. Because, you know, to, 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 to be number one is to beat number one, in my opinion. And if you're number one at the end of last year, nobody's beat you yet. But mm-hmm. this is, I mean, this is totally cool. I, I think I think this is... It's, you know, like it says on the notes here, like it's for generating interest and discussion. Sure, sure. So, like, it doesn't mean a damn thing, like in the grand scheme of things. Sure. It just provides content for podcasters like us to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it's interesting that the coaches are so involved in it, which is good because, like, me, dumbasses like us, man. Like, <laughs> we know, like, I know Jesuit, and I see Southers got 13 votes. Yeah. So I, I feel better about my, my prediction on your sure, podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think good. they're going to be second in Metro, like man. It. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not so stupid as I think. I like it. <laughs> oh, go easy on Have yourself. you seen Clackam- Have you seen the, uh, the Jordan kid? I think it's Anthony. Anthony oh, yeah, Jordan. yeah. The, uh, He's the, transferred the, from Jeff. Transferred from, from Jeff. He was, he was pretty good. Um, he was a sophomore last year at Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson, just did, their, their football program is just not what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, back when I was covering... Uh, sports for Hermiston. Hermiston and Jefferson uh, met in an early round playoff game at Jeff um, <laughs> when they were, I think they got to the state semifinals that season. And boy, Jeff just rolled over Hermiston really bad. Like oh, no it was, way. oh yeah. No, Jefferson was just fantastic back in the day. Um, but now they've, for, for whatever reason, I mean, obviously their basketball program is, is like nationally ranked and they're, they're tremendous. They're winning. You know, they they pretty much win almost every game they play except for, you know, the state championship game against Grant last year. <laughs> um, but what a, what a time to lose one, right? Oh, my God. They had, um, they had the number all year? Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, but their football program has just kind of hit a hit a big lull. Um, and then their their coach, um, who is the father of, of CJ, who we're talking about, um, he he's I think he's an assistant at Clackamas now. Didn't he get let go? Yeah, he got he got um, he got let go. He got asked to leave. Um, Jefferson for anybody anybody that's listening to this has never heard of Jefferson. It's it's kind of it's it's kind of like the inner city Portland school. Mm-hmm. They're like like Bill said, like they're the powerhouse in hoops, and uh, 
they're, they're I think they're northeast somewhere like that yeah yeah they're, they're up on um kirby uh north kirby and it's just off of killingsworth is yeah. where is where they're located why do you think the football team is like struggling like why do you think the program because they're like you said the athletes i mean are, they haven't had a lot of continuity in their coaching staff um that and i mean you know f- football 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 costs money and 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 jefferson is in a neighborhood where where it's not really that affluent um where the the socioeconomic um Situation is is certainly not that of let's say Grant mm-hmm. or Lincoln, yeah. Um, for that for that matter, um, the facilities aren't the best. Um, and I just kind of think you know as as we keep as we keep you know, moving on, um, maybe there's just kind of a lack of interest mm. um, from that area of football. Um, the youth program uh, they have to combine with. Um, who are they combined with? I think they combined with Madison. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, so getting youth kids um, into the fray is a bit of a hassle for, mm. for Jefferson. But I think they're on the come up and trying to get more interest back to where, to where it needs to be. Because, I mean, Jefferson, their enrollment is only like 450 kids. Like, yeah. people don't realize that they're a really, really tiny high school when it comes to playing 6A athletics. Yeah. Um, so anybody they can get, anybody they can uh, has interest in playing football. I mean, they're given a uniform too. Yeah, um, they're basically six ages for basketball. They are, um, and I mean that's that's like with you know Benson as well. Their population would put them probably in like the four A level, mm. but since everybody in the PIL wants to be six A, then Benson is six A. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, again, for their basketball program, especially for Benson's girls' basketball program, that works out because they're really really good. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for Jefferson's boys basketball program because they're really really good, so they should be playing at the at the highest level. But uh, but yeah, um, I mean, getting yes. getting back to what we were you know, originally talking about. I mean, it's going to be the usual suspects. I think um, I don't think anybody's going to take in a bit of a surprise. Um, it seems kind of you. That's like there's probably eight those top eight teams that you talked about. That we're like we're both looking at the same at the same coaches poll right now. Yeah. On OSA.org. and those eight teams, man, there's like it's kind of a widespread like of contenders. Like yeah. those are eight teams I could like even West Salem, like they got some studs coming back that are like the sprint, the track champions, mm-hmm. right? Like they got some kids that are pretty good. It's good to see that good like that balance. Yeah. Having like eight teams that maybe could all contend for a title once you all get to the quarterfinals, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and 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 parity in, in that sense where you don't have a clear cut number one who's going to go wire to wire all year like Central Catholic did a few years ago, like Jesuit did a few years ago. Yeah. Um, to 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 have that is, is I mean, it may, just makes things exciting. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's not like you're just sitting there. You're just waiting for the waiting for the cl- the, the, the the clock to run down and be you know, you know coronate some champion the, who's who has been the best team the entire season. Everybody knew it. Yeah. Like yeah. you want to have that sort of, you know that that sort of like surprise that sort of you know that unpredictable nature that makes high school sports so so good because at the end of the day these are just high school kids and. Nobody can predict what a high school kid can do. <laughs> like, like, like that's that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I mean, having having coached a bunch of high school kids for the past year with with Lincoln, you don't know which kid you're gonna get. Yeah. I mean, you've got a pretty good idea uh, about the kids with with that are in the right, you know, you know, uh, that have the right mentality. Um, that that kind of 
you know, lead by example type deal. Like you, you have a good idea of that those kids are going to show up and be fine. But there are just some kids where you're like, hope the good guy's coming out today. <laughs> hope it's not the bad one. Because <laughs> if we get the bad one today, it ain't going to go very well. But if you get the good one, you might win yourself a ball game. Oh, yeah. But it's just, yeah, just that, that sort of. That sort of um, unknown in high school sports. Yeah, that's that's what makes high school sports so good, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let me get this. Let me get this reading real quick. Um, one of our sponsors for the Walk Off Single today is at Ivy League Friday on Twitter, where you can get free picks against the spread for every Ivy League basketball game. I gotta say, oh, from personal experience, man. man, it's a great website. Man, my buddy, who should probably go unnamed for the moment. Runs it and he does a great job. He knows college basketball inside and out. Oh, we discuss man. it privately on our own message off the chain. If you we have a dude, we have a text chain for our fantasy football league that like during the season like it doesn't stop. Like it is, you literally have to turn your mentions off to like hide alerts on your phone because like it just rattles all day. So I we do, have a separate chain. I do that too. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So he's doing a great job of running um, about running his website. Man, he's got great tips. There's nobody I know that knows the college basketball game more than my buddy does. Uh, so, again, um, just check that, ep- that Twitter handle out, that man. Is, at Ivy League Friday. Man, a West Coast crew handicapping Ivy League games. Ooh, that he's, is, in, he's from... That is something. He's fr- he lives in Seattle. He's a lawyer. Okay. And he uh, he's fr- I think he's from Boston, like Boston area. Okay, so he's got some familiarity. Yeah, with- so he knows. But he knows, like, college basketball, like, he's a big... He's a Vandy grad. Okay. So, like, his he's super excited about the season coming up, man. They finally got some players. Yeah. Darius Garland and yeah. Simi Chateau, people like that. So, like, I, I met him in Vegas last year at our draft. We had, we had a draft in Vegas last year. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which I remember like half of. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Dude, I got off the plane. You know those you know those deadlines, like those high school Friday night deadlines? Mm-hmm. So I had Jesuit Tigered first first game last year. And it went to OT. So I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. I yeah. get home at like 1030. So then I got to hit like a 1230 deadline. And my flight to Vegas the next day left is like 530. No, no. So, so, so you didn't sleep. <laughs> Dude, I got yeah. an hour of sleep. Yeah. I hit Vegas... And hit Vegas hard, and more like Vegas freaking smacked my well, I mean, smacked me in the face, that's man. That's what happens, yeah, dude. So anyway, so that's why I met Jimmy, yeah. my, my buddy, and uh, so he's he knows college basketball inside and out. So follow him on that. That's on that Twitter handle. That's crazy. Man. I might have to take a look at that. There, yeah, check it out. So uh, transition just a little bit. We talked high school sports for thirty minutes, man. That's what we do, though. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like that's what that's that's like our that's the niche because yeah. we know that we yeah. know that well, but we also know a little bit of football. Um, the guys in my fantasy football league might beg to differ. <laughs> Granted, I did take second place by one fucking by one point <laughs> last year, man. One point. Chad Judy, the 160-pound center I was talking about, won it. Nice. Beat me by one point, man. I needed one 10-yard rush from Alex Collins from the Baltimore Ravens to win that Didn't damn championship. It. Dude, Kenyon Drake got kicked out of the game against the Bills. We play Week 17 championships, which are, like, dicey. Damn. Yeah, but that's tough. What time is your softball game at, by the way? Oh, we're, we're at 839. Oh, good. Okay, good. Just to double check. Bill is in a, a, in a slow-pitch softball. We're good. Softball no, league. We're, we're, we're late games tonight, so oh, we're fine. Good, man. Good. So we have – I pulled up the some of the over-under win totals for the NFL this year. Um, and there's some good ones, man. First of all, Billy and I are 49ers fans. Mm-hmm. We're big-time 49ers fans. I remember, it's been like, rough. It's, it's, been, it's been a rough couple years. But Jimmy G <laughs> – A.K.A. Jimmy Jesus is going to take us back to the playoffs this year, I think. 
Man. What do you think about if I so the over under for the wins for the Niners? We'll start with them because where else would we start? Yeah, I know. Uh, is eight and a half. Their their division is so tough, and the, the NFC West might be the toughest division in football. You think? That? I mean, think so? with, with the Rams being so good, the Cardinals are still going to be good. I mean, even with even with their kind of unrest at quarterback, I think I think they can overcome that enough with 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 um, with the way their defense plays. Um, oh man, dude! I, I I think I mean the Seahawks are always going to be there with Russell Wilson. Um, I think it's hilarious that Richard Sherman plays the 49ers now. Um, <laughs> it's, that's weird for me. I love every second of it. You do? I do it. Do you not have I, PTSD from the, well, from the tip pass? I mean, that, I just, I mean, I've blocked that from my memory at this point. <laughs> I can't, man. I um, can't. But, but, I mean, just like a bunch of my Seahawks fans that just like run their mouths, like, oh my god, we went a Super Bowl, man, man, man. <laughs> the 49ers suck, man. <laughs> just like, just shut up. Like, all all these people, all these guys in this league are from Seattle. Um, I mean, uh, bandwagon fans, bro. Yeah, bandwagon yeah, fans. Yeah, probably, probably. Royce especially. He's a band. He was a Dolphin fan when he was a kid. No, oh, okay. And he jumped on the bandwagon when he moved there. He went to law school up there. Oh, nice. So I, he also reps the Patriots because his wife's from the New England area. All right. Well, I mean, I I, I like the Texas Longhorns because my wife's from Austin. So hey, hook them, baby. Happy, happy wife, happy life. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's um, true. I give him shit about it all the time, though. Yeah. I can't like. I'm like you. Once you pick a team, like we picked the Niners early, we were kids. I did. Yep. You gotta like go with them. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's tangent. I, so yeah. you think eight and a half wins? You think under because of the <sighs> NFC West? Man, um, I don't know if the NFC West is that. I, I I think it's gonna be good, man. I I think it's gonna be really good. Um, I'm like, cause the Cardinals are gonna. Like, I you know Sam Bradford's gonna I, get hurt. I pro I I think Josh Rosen is the truth. Whoa, I do. It might, be, it might be an unpopular opinion, but I, I I think I think Josh Rosen is gonna be really good. Even like this year, like even like this year? year, like if they throw him in okay. there, I think he'll be okay. Mm. Um, he's got fits, but to yeah. throw to and DJ if he's healthy. Is gonna have right, like like they're gonna have that running game with David Johnson. Um, but then again, I mean, like with anything, I mean, we're all we're all day to day, right? Um, I mean, it's the same with David Johnson. Like there'll be one day where he like you know runs for two hundred yards, and the next day he's got a hangnail and he's out for two weeks. Um, so it's just a matter of if they can keep him healthy. Um, I think I think the Cardinals can be pretty good. I think I think they could be a team. Maybe maybe they won't be like top of the division. But they can be that team that lurks at the bottom of the division and picks off somebody from like, like the Rams. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, like they could once they could they could beat the Rams once. They can beat the Seahawks once. I mean, I, I think I think they're that team. They're that sneaky team where if they put it all together one time, like they can pick off somebody and completely derail any sort of playoff. See, I think the Niners can go like. I think they can. The division's down. I think. Yeah. I think they could go five and one in the division. Split with the Rams. Win the home game. That's going to be a Sunday night game. Mid October. Right. Let Jimmy G kind of get a little bit more comfortable in that Shanahan offense. I think they could honestly. Cause the Seahawks, right. Dude, the Seahawks defense is not what it used to be. You know That's that. true. Legion of Boom is yeah. like disintegrated. Oh yeah. The Cardinals like they're going to get long in the tooth a little bit. Fitz is old man River walking. That's man. true. He's still producing though. I know, and like Bradford's old too. He's going to get hurt. So I'm like I think I I'm if I'm thinking like five wins in the division for the Niners I'm thinking they could figure out three more wins along the way they're playing sure. they're playing but they're playing you know they're, it's tough they're playing the Packers they're playing the Vikings yeah. they're playing the Lions mm-hmm. so those are like 
I mean, there's probably two losses. So, so, so you're thinking like maybe like a ten and six, eleven five type deal. Yeah, I think ten and six in the wild card. I think the Rams are legit, yeah. and they're gonna win like twelve games. Yeah. What's that over under for the Rams? I don't know, man. I've I've always been like that that really skeptical fan. I mean, maybe it's because <laughs> all these all these years with the Seattle Mariners, watching them get their ass beat. Um, <laughs> the I've Rams just, is ten. Yeah, I, I've just That's always been. I've just always kind of kind of ta- tapered my excitement for whatever team I root for. Because it's been the Mariners, the Trailblazers, and the 49ers have basically been my teams. And like just just perpetual disappointment from the Mariners and the Blazers. And then lately with the 49ers, I mean, there there have been times where I'd watch games and I'd, I'd just like sit there and just be like, is there a way I can build a time machine and put Steve Young back in it <laughs> and have him play again. Oh, man. Because just the revolving door quarterbacks that, that the uh, 49ers have went through, uh, it's just been awful. I think... Well, Jimmy G's... What do you think? You don't, you're, you're not I a think believer yet? I, 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 I'm a believer in Jimmy G. Okay. I totally am. Um, and to have that kind of continuity at the quarterback position is... I mean, how the hell do you think the Patriots have won all these games? Totally. I mean... I mean, the Steelers are always in the playoffs. Look who they have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you got one with the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You, you've you've got you've got that solid base with the quarterback. You have that continuity. You have that 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 leader that's always there. Um, I mean, that's that's a big piece of being in the NFL of succeeding in the NFL. That's a big piece. And with Jimmy G there, I feel comfortable. Um, and it's going to be just putting the guys around him. I think Jarek McKinnon is going to be really good. Uh, he's kind of bummed so, huh? up right now. Um, but you I think, think he's gonna have a big fantasy year. I think. I think if he gets healthy, I think he can be. He can be fantasy wise. He can be really good. Where Where would you pick? Where would you pick McKinnon? If you're drafting, if you're drafting, say, oh, I don't know, Sunday, <laughs> where, where, whenever that possibly might be, around maybe five o'clock or so. I mean, where would you? Would you like third round, fourth round? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you can. Um, I think a guy like McKinnon, you can wait a little bit because not a bunch of people know well, know who he is yet. The fact he's hurt right now is yeah. If you're trying to steal him somewhere, like fifth round, maybe right. Because, like, you know, especially because they just signed off with Morris, too. Right. Which, I mean, he's kind of a, he's just kind of a plug-and-play. Well, yeah, I mean, here's, he, uh, he'll, he'll be able to eat up some carries, give him, like, 10 or 15 or something like that, or, or, or something, once once McKinnon gets to where he needs to be. Oh, sounds like a, a committee. <laughs> for I mean, fantasy yeah. purposes, for our purposes yeah, for, as for a fan. for fantasy purposes, it's, it's crappy. Oh, you're like, whatever. But, I mean, if, I, it, it's just like, like any running back, like, if they get hot, like, Todd Gurley got hot near the end of the season last year. Um, what do you have? Nineteen touchdowns. Yeah. Um, if if if, I mean, and and Todd Gurley is is a big player in their receiving core too. Uh, so so especially in a PPR league which we play in, oh, I mean that's just that's just easy money. Yeah. Like 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 you're getting carries and catches, um, and 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 we actually award more points for catches than carries in our league. So like oh. so like you're you're doing double time if you got a receiver out of the backfield. And you're getting the power of that that. Between the tackles, yeah. guys, so you're getting your yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, I got the number two pick. I might, I might get Gurley this year. Yeah, ten um, team league. You guys, are you guys ten team? Ye- yes, we're ten team league. You're ten team. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, ten team. A um, little bit more talent, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, you ten know? team league, and then instead of doing two quarterbacks like we did last year, we're doing a quarterback and a super flex, uh, which basically you can play anybody there. Um, when and actually, I kind of argued for that because I was in the. In the same boat that like a few of our other guys are in, it's like, it's like, well, 
the bottom tier quarterbacks in our league are just they end up kind of like not being worth it. So like, why would we do that when we can have a running back or a receiver? Yeah. To earn more points, but of course my lineup, I have a freaking quarterback in as my super flex guy. <laughs> um, so we, got, we have a super flex, but we don't have. We took the kicker out. Yeah, so did we. We you don't did? have a kicker. Ah, uh, you do you hate kickers? No, we don't have kickers. Oh no, do you hate them? I hate them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Royce, Royce is our commissioner, and he hates yeah. kickers, and I hate kickers yeah. too. So we like last year was our first year of doing without doing without the kicker. Yeah, dude, it's awesome, man. Absolutely hate kickers. We haven't done kickers in our league for the past couple years, and it's been just wonderful. <laughs> That's awesome. Hate them. I love having the super flex too, because you can just like I don't want to give away my strategy too much, but you don't have to. You can like go. You can go heavy on a woman position yep. and not really have to worry about like, oh, am I taking too many receivers? Right. Am I taking too many running backs? Yeah. So you can just kind of like throw it out there and just go best player available. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it also allows you to, I mean, if you have to, you can take a quarterback earlier than, than what you would typically want to. Yeah. Because you could still like grab an Aaron Rodgers. You could grab him like the fourth or fifth round and you could either play him at your QB one or your super flex position and you still get those points. Do you guys have six point per passing touchdown? Yeah. You guys do that? Oh, yeah. see, that's a huge difference. Because we, we do four. So, like, for us, like, quarterbacks always fall f- fall in the draft just because we're, like, you well, know. Well, actually, no, we do do four. I'm sorry. Do you do four? Yeah, okay. yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, that's, that's like, like, for us, like, it takes the quarterback out of the equation a little bit just because, like, you know, people are just waiting until, like, the right. 11th, yes. 12th round and, and you know, picking the quarterback and then defense and then mm-hmm. it's on, man. So, that's awesome. Who'd you – so, I wanted I – I saw this spread. I highlighted just, like, a couple of these over-under win totals. The Browns at five and a half? Have you been watching Hard Knocks? I have been watching Hard Knocks. Um, I, I have. have I, I have. I have been watching Jarvis Landry pick fights in practice, though. Dude, he looks freaking. He looks good this year. I'm like, he's trying to be field. a leader. Yeah. They keep him on the field. He's the five and a half. I might go over on that. Tyra T-Mobile with the Q. Yeah, I mean, they've been saying on um, ESPN that they're that like, they could legitimately be like an eight and eighteen. That could, I would. I would. But tough until, division. Until Hugh Jackson figures it out, then. <laughs> I guess he's catching all kinds of heat on our knocks. I, yeah, because he's just like an idiot. He's a great offensive coordinator. He's won one game in the past two years, and he still has his job. I mean, a... he must have just naked pictures of somebody. <laughs> like Haslam, he, he's got to have blackmail material to still have that job. <laughs> he must, because he's like one in thirty-one, like the past three seasons. Like, what on earth? Like, in in, <sighs> in what in what industry would that fly? Oh my gosh, your performance. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine those performance reviews? Like, yeah. hey, we need you to try to win a freaking game Seriously. here. The Cardinals, your 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 Cardinals are five and a half, five and a half, or over under. Over. <laughs> Damn. Let's go Arizona. I like Rosen. I just because like you know he's gonna be playing like week two. I mean he's polished. He's a good quarterback, but he's got a great pocket pass. There's sneaky team. Dude, Bill six under on that right? Hammer the under. Yeah, under. Under. Josh under, Allen, under, under. rookie quarterback at the helm. Shady. Either, either him or fucking Nathan oh, Peter Peterman. Oh my no, thank god. You. Six? That's really the over under. Yeah, I would, dude. I a, think they're gonna be three and thirteen. That's a that that's an easy money under bet right there. Shady I mean, might get suspended at like the drop of the hat. If, if, you pick Shady at all this year, the no, Sean no, McCoy. No, that's good. Um, if if there's any sort of lock ever, it's gonna be the Bills under six. Like, just... <laughs> what about what about the Jags at nine? Even nine. And the oh, AFC over, South. Over. You go over on that. Over. Their defense takes them over. Dude, what about how do you feel about Bortles as your cue? All he has to do is be a game manager. That's all he was last year. 
and look where they got. Oh, there were like, like didn't they take the pass to OT? Wasn't that right? or, or they took him deep into the fourth quarter in the AFC yeah. Championship game? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's serviceable. He's competent. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. defense, that division, you could probably. I think you can get eleven win. Yeah. What do you think about the Rams at ten? <clears throat> I think they're over. They're they're. A, I bet you they're like a twelve and four conference title team. Dude. There's some is the Raiders. Goff is a good quarterback. I mean, yeah, even though he he's he's kind of a dummy, like he knows he knows he knows the Rams' offense and he gets the ball to who, whoever he needs to. Yeah, got Cooks out there too. Brandon Cooks, a great great addition. Cooper Cup, I thought was just tremendous last year. I watched him play in high school. What? So he went to um, AC Davis High School in Yakima, Washington, oh, and they what? came down and they played Hermiston in a preseason game when I was covering uh, the, the Hermiston Sports for the Hermiston Herald over there. Huh. And I watched that kid w- run one route. It was a wheel route, far side of the field, and had Hermiston's best cover on him, who was, a, who was an all-state cover guy. Uh-huh. All-state corner. Just, just blew past him. The Hermiston guy had to just pick up his jock halfway down the field. 70-yard <laughs> touchdown pass. The quarterback put it right on the money to cup. Caught it in stride. It looked like everybody in Hermiston was running backward. Like, it was just ridiculous. And, like, I'm sitting up in the press box. I'm just like, what on earth? What is this kid doing? Is he in high school? Oh, damn. Show me his birth certificate now. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, yeah, that's Cooper Cup. You know, his, his dad played in, the, played in the league for a while. And, and, you know, he hasn't really generated any interest. So I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, damn. Like, was this senior year? Uh, it was his senior year, yeah. And so he ended up going to Eastern Washington uh, because he didn't, I mean... Oregon just told him thanks but no thanks. Oh, dang. Um, so he ended up going to Eastern Washington. That was one of his only offers, um, you know, out of out of um, out of high school. And then he just tore FCS up one side and down the other. And now he killed the Ducks too. Yeah, yeah, that? yep. It, and now, awesome. which I <laughs> was pretty hilarious how he just torched him. <laughs> um, and now he is he's in the league and he's gonna he's gonna be a good receiver for a long time. So yeah, yeah. That, that Rams team is good. Him and Goff have that connection too. He's like he's one of those PPR monsters too. Oh yeah. Where like in a standard league, you're like, nah. you know, he's like he's okay because mm-hmm. he dropped some touchdowns last yeah. year. Like he dropped some red zone like looks. Yeah. But PPR is a monster, man. Mm-hmm. I just worry. What do you think about like, you know, they obviously you know traded for Marcus Peters. They yeah. traded for Tlaib. They got Sue in the middle. So you got Donald and Sue creating that pressure at the middle. You got those ball hawks back there, but they're also all hotheads. True. With big-time egos. Oh, yeah. Big-time explosive personalities. Do you think yeah. they can mix? I mean, you know, we're going to find out. Um, I, I, I think that, that in the NFL, you got to have talent. I mean, talent first. Um, and I think, I think football is one of those games where, where you, can, you, can have, you can have egos kind of go at each other a little bit and still be okay. Like, it's not like baseball where you absolutely have to have that chemistry with everybody involved or else things just don't work. I think I think football you can you can get away with some of some of the um, I guess um, individual thinking because um, I mean it's not like they're going to bench Jarvis Landry for picking that fight with one of his teammates. Yeah, I mean he's the best receiver that Cleveland has. They're going to play him regardless. Josh Gordon though. Well, if Dude. if if he you know if he gets right you know health wise. Oh my God! That's a freak specimen. Yeah, have you seen the pictures of him? Like when he was working out. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Dude, God! Dude is just chiseled out of just oh, granite. God, yeah. was like the Hulk, man. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be. He's a freak too. But you're yeah. right. But I'm wondering. I wonder about like if 
if the offense like struggles with them, like I, it probably won't. Sure. You're like, okay, does, are they going to like, does the defense start barking at McVay and start, sure. you know, start talking about golf in the press and stuff like that? I I'm kind of, as a Niner fan, I'm kind of hoping that like they kind of combust. I mean, that'd be best case scenario for Niners fans, right? <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick, you yeah. know? But they're like, their best case, their ceiling is like Super Bowl, man. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. That defense and that offense. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that'll be, I'm excited for football, man. I mean, it goes without saying. I mean, Seahawks are Seahawks is eight. The win over under is eight. Russell, think, that's a lot of stock. In I Russell think that'd Wilson. be hilarious if it was under. I would oh, take under on that. I think they're like a six win team, six and ten. Yeah, I mean, granted, Russell Wilson set career highs in touchdown passes. Actually, led the league in touchdown passes last year, mm-hmm. um, with like what thirty four, I think. Um, which I mean, looking back, it's like how on earth that happened. They're Offensive line was just a mashing at the entire year. It was terrible. Yeah. And so it's basically just Russell Wilson improvising and getting the ball out of the pocket and just trying to create stuff on the fly. And I mean, I think that just kind of speaks to how good Russell Wilson actually is. Um, he's a much better football player than a baseball player, by the way. <laughs> um, I actually got to see him play baseball uh, that year in between NC State and Wisconsin. Oh, no The way. Rockies drafted him in the late rounds. Um, and so, like, he, he was that eligibility rule where you can go play, you know, pro ball in another sport and then come back. Yeah. Um, he played for the Tri-City Dust Devils in the Northwest League. I mean, the, the, the Hillsborough Hops are in that same league here, here in town. Um, played second base. Pretty good defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible to play. Really? I, I, he, was, he was like Mendoza line guy at the plate. Oh, God. Um, but, you know, and seeing his success in football, I'm thinking to myself, that's a good thing he chose football. Um, because baseball wouldn't work out for him, dude. But uh, he loves baseball still, though. Oh yeah, I mean, and he's technically he's still under contract with the Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah. He goes to spring training with them yeah. time to time, right? Yeah, he actually played in a few games and he he didn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's spring training, so I mean, yeah, who knows how, how you're really gonna know? Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, I think if the Seahawks get to, yeah, they're probably like a six and ten team. I think so too. Those are yeah. over. Those are some. Juicy over unders I picked out, man. Yeah. Well, that's great for me, man. That's a fifty minute recording right there. Word, first one ever. Nice, Billy. I appreciate you taking the time. Man. Do no problem, dude. Do you want so tell me so before before we go, tell me kind of what you're working on in the podcast world and kind of sure. what kind of you know I don't know if we can make it public just yet, but tell me so sure. for the for the fifteen listeners. Sure, that yeah, we have. yeah. So my <laughs> high school sports podcast uh, is what we talked about uh, earlier. Um, the, the goal is to do that a couple times a week during the football season, um, maybe a couple times a week during basketball, because there's a lot of content for basketball around here. Basketball's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get to the spring, I mean, since I'll be coaching baseball for Lincoln, I'll probably do it, like, maybe once a week. Um, shooting for, like, a half hour each, um, each show. Maybe if I go over, then, oh, well, like, that's fine. But, uh, just wanted to highlight some stuff, uh, around high school sports, um, in Oregon, you know, whether it's whether it's, um, you know, what kind of issues are going on, like, you know, participation issues or officiating issues, you know, kind of the, kind of the, the outerlying things that have a direct impact on sports that aren't necessarily, you know, between the lines type deal. Um, and, I mean, I just miss covering high school sports. I mean, after being laid off of the Oregonian, you know, last May, um, it, it's been tough. I mean, that was the job I thought I would have for, like, the next 10, 15 years. And then just to have, you know, the rug pull up from underneath you, you know, four years in, you know, it was pretty tough. And so I've, I know, I've been doing some you know, some stuff here and there, still kind of, you know, you know kind of wet my beak a little bit with um, 
high school sports stuff. Uh, coaching baseball has been great. It's yeah. Been, it's been really, really fun. Um, definitely something I want to continue. Um, but now getting back into this, you know, it kind of feels like I've got another, um, you know, I've got I've, I've got a kind of a second win when it comes to covering high school sports, and I think it's going to be pretty fun. I think there's an audience out there that's going to consume it. Um, because cause right now with, with the Oregonian really literally not having anybody on staff to cover um, high school sports, I mean, and the, the, the Pamplin papers, you know, they've got a guy in each town pretty much. They do, they do a great job. Really um, enjoyed my time when in Madras, when Pamplin bought that paper about halfway through my stint there. Uh, really good people work there. I know they're working hard to try to, try to pump up coverage of, of local high school sports, but... Dude should come back. Yeah, I mean, hey. You know, I, there's been an opening for a while. But I know. Would you want to get back to Pamplin? I mean, if 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 it was um, if it was the right thing, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, you, you don't really want to you know count count anything out, but yeah. Um, I think if, if the situation was right, then then yeah, sure. I mean, I I definitely I could see myself doing that. Yeah. How she wants Capoos, St. Helens, driving out there all the time. No. <laughs> Dude, get this. This is, so they're trying to fill that. They fire the sports editor out there, and they're trying to fill the void not by hiring somebody new, but by all of us chipping in, going out of our way to chip in to to help fill mm-hmm. this spot. I, I know that they're um, they 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 hired a part timer, didn't they? Um, Lauren Wolgamuth, I think. Um, he he's a former. Um, SID somewhere, I think at like Concordia or some some small college oh, around here. Like in the last um, like week? Yeah. Oh um, no, I, no I way. Thought, I thought I saw on Twitter. Yeah, look at that. Let we, me, let we, me pull that up. we just had like this huge meeting, like how basically we're getting barked at that we need to all contribute to this. <laughs> like it was now part of our, I'm using air quotes, part of our job Yeah. now to chip in. Even though like I just cover all Metro, like all Beaverton schools, and mm-hmm. there's no crossover either, even opportunities. Yeah, let me let me look. What's, is he a, is he a younger guy? No, he's an older fellow. Um, older guy, that uh, would be helpful. Nice guy. Um, yeah, let's see here. That's funny. Yeah, he's dude. I like the last thing I want to do is go out to Scapoose and St. Helens, <laughs> and neither do you. <laughs> Which I'm like, I don't blame you. Oh my gosh, I'm like, no way, man. That drive, especially in the wintertime, like you gotta be kidding me. Trying to go over the pass, try to get over over that hill over there. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Lauren Wolgamuth. Wolgamuth. Um, yeah, like he just said, he he was like on occasion like string, um, and I I'm assuming it was for the spotlight. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay, that's good. God damn it! Where is it? Um, maybe it's in his tweets and replies. We need um, to get you back in Pamplin in the Pamplin mix, dude. Because you got all kinds of talent, all kinds of ability. Oh yeah. It's like we'll get we'll like, yeah. That's we'll find we'll find how, if you want it. How is how is Wade? Wade Evanson. Yeah, he's 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 fine. Is he okay? Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He just doesn't. There's not much of a talker. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> You're like uh, maybe he fucking hates me. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's because he does. He covers Hillsboro, Forest Grove, yeah. and all that. Yeah. So. Cool, man. Well, that's great for me. We're good. Well, yeah. thank you, Matt. Thank you for coming on. Dude, no problem. Yeah, I, dude, I just appreciate it. And let me, and uh, by the way, for everybody, uh, make sure that you go read um, my buddy's website. Go check out the Twitter handle. 
bringing it up right here. At, sports? Dude, <laughs> yeah, also follow Billy on at, what's your Twitter handle again? Gates on Sports. At Gates on Sports. Yep. And then obviously go to uh, at Ivy League Friday where you can get the best free picks against the spread for every Ivy League basketball game during the college basketball season, man. And Dude, thank you, Billy. Thank you so much for being my guest. Oh, dude, no problem, man. Anytime. Hopefully we can make this a once in a, once in a while type sure. of thing, man. Totally, yeah. We'll see what's up. So appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah, for dude. coming by. Yeah. <laughs>